Welcome to the 100% Finance Podcast with Juan Pablo, the podcast where we will show you how to get income-producing assets like real estate and businesses with little to no money out of your pocket so you can say goodbye to the 9 to 5 and be financially free. Here's your host, Mr. Cashflow, Mr. Credit Repair, Mr. Business Credit, Mr. Buy and Hold Until the Wheels Fall Off, the People's Mentor, Juan Pablo! Hey, what's up, guys? This is Juan Pablo here from the 100% Finance Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode four, titled The Ins and Outs of Business Credit. All right, and for this particular podcast, we have a, a good friend of mine, long-term friend, who, and a business uh, partner as well, and he's John Matthews. He's a business credit underwriter for Gray Rose Consulting. Uh, welcome, John, to the podcast. Well, hey, Juan. Thanks for having me on here. It's good to talk to you again. I'm John, and I've been an underwriter here at Gray Rose Consulting for the past three years, gotten funding for several clients over here. Oh, great, great. Thanks thanks for uh, for joining the call and uh in the podcast. So if you can just give us, you know, a little bit more information about yourself, just uh I guess your background, what what type of things you've done for clients, for business credit, things like that. Oh great. Well, I started working here, Gray Rose Consulting, as an underwriter about three years ago. We focus on providing clients with unsecured revolving commercial lines of credit, uh establishing companies, commercial credit profiles for generally startup businesses. Uh, we help startup businesses obtain the capital that they need to grow, finance advertising expenses, finance inventory, and it's a stated income process. And many of our clients are happy to find out that even if they have brand new businesses, they can still qualify for commercial credit. Okay, that's good to know. And uh, uh, where are you guys based out of? Uh, what state? We're based out of Illinois, Oak Brook Terrace. Okay, cool, cool. And I also wanted to ask you about, um, I guess, if you had to throw a number out there, how many clients would you say you service and helped obtain funding for? If you had to put a number out there? I would say that we're right now doing $15 million a month in closing. There's plenty of cash available for these clients, lots of corporate credit available. Uh, recently, in these past few months, our lenders have really opened their floodgates with the releasing approvals. Oh wow! Um, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> you said on a monthly basis. Did I hear that right? On a monthly basis. All right, cool. There's All plenty right. of capital so, uh, to go around <laughs> for your businesses. All right, well, well, thanks for your for your introduction again. Thanks for joining the call. So uh, let's just dive in it. So basically, I uh, you know with the website and with the YouTube channel, I have a lot of clients uh, contact me, and these are pretty much like the frequently asked questions that they give me. So I decided to make a podcast just to answer their their questions. And uh, you can just start off by just telling us a little bit about what is business credit. Ah, what is business credit? So just like a personal credit report, there's Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion that record the payment history that you personally have ever had with any lenders. For example, if you've ever had a student loan or an auto loan or a credit card, there are credit reporting agencies, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, that record the payment history for everything that you've ever done with 
personal financial accounts. Your personal credit report reflects to other lenders the your responsibility in being able to borrow from other banks. The stronger your personal credit report, the more likely lenders are to loan money to you, give you an auto loan, uh, give you a mortgage. And just like your personal credit report, your business, which has an employer identification number, has a credit report for itself. Personal credit reports are based on an individual's social security number. Just like a social security number, businesses have a nine-digit employer identification number. Business credit report is just like a personal credit report. A business credit report is a report of all the financial accounts that a business has been approved for. And business credit report is a way for other lenders to evaluate the financial health of a business and evaluate payment history for a business. And business credit is also a way for individuals to manage their business expenses on their business credit report instead of on their personal credit report. We've had had in the past several clients that have fantastic business ideas. They go into business and they use their personal credit cards and they obtain personal loans to finance their business. They become so stretched out financially on the personal side that if you were to look at a copy of their personal credit report, you can see that there's $70,000 of credit card debt. And when I ask the client why there's so much debt, they say, well, I'm financing my business on my personal credit cards. That high credit card debt on the individual's personal credit report from the per- from the business expenses that they're making is severely holding down their personal credit scores, which hinders their ability to obtain a mortgage in the future or even student loans for their children. And the purpose of establishing business credit is so that your business can have accounts to manage its own expenses on instead of managing your expenses, business expenses on your personal credit report. So purpose of business credit is that it gives the ability for business owners to separate their business expenses on the business credit report from their personal expenses on their personal credit report. Oh, wow. Very well said. Thanks for for explaining that in great detail. And uh, that was going to lead us to our our next question, which you somewhat answered, but I'm still going to ask the question anyway. So why why should a business owner or an entrepreneur, whoever's applying for a real estate investor, why should a person apply for business credit? What other uses can they, you know? Why would someone apply for business credit is a fantastic question. And the best answer is it's better to have capital available when you need it than to need it and not have it. Time and again in history, it's easy to see that lenders are very willing to give money to people that don't appear to need it. But when the time <laughs> right. comes, if if you've got three real estate transactions that you really need to close and you're financing rehabs on five other houses and it's time to close on these new properties immediately, banks are going to be wary to lend to you because it, you might have high credit card expenses on your personal credit report or be stretched out financially on your personal credit report. So with business credit, we're able to get clients approved for, if they're less than two years old, up to $75,000, and if they're over two years old, up to $150,000. Having that capital available allows the business owner to be very flexible with their business so that they can take advantage of opportunities immediately when they arise instead of 
maybe you found a financial transaction or a advertising revenue, advertising venue that could be very profitable for your business that might cost you a few thousand dollars. One route, if you have business credit established already, you can take advantage of the opportunity immediately. If you don't currently have capital to take advantage of that advertising opportunity, you might spend yourself two or three months looking for capital to finance the advertising opportunity, and by the time that two or three months comes around, that opportunity may have disappeared. Right. So if you didn't have it um, straight from from Jump Street, then you might be running around like a, a chicken with its head cut off looking for financing. So it's good just to be prepared and, and have it in advance. And that's, and that's true, too. Like, you don't want to appear thirsty to these, to these business credit card companies and very desperate. That's what I mean by thirsty, like being extremely desperate, looking for financing, like, last minute. You know, because nobody likes to deal with someone who's, who's pretty desperate, like a kind of like in a dating game. Like, a woman doesn't want to be with a guy, and he seems very desperate and thirsty, texting them a million times or calling her a billion times. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. And the banks yeah. can see the same when uh, – an individual when an individual is maybe they're financing a hard money loan and they've got cash available for the down payment they might have gone and shopped around six or seven places for a hard money loan now they've got six or seven new inquiries on all credit reports once they've got their property purchased now they need capital to finance the rehab on the property they may go to a bank to search out a installment loan or even to obtain commercial credit it'll be difficult for them to obtain the credit because now it looks like they've been shopping around for credit at several different vendors and possibly have been denied. Yeah, that's, uh, having, and that's reflected by having too many inquiries on your on a personal credit report, correct? Yep, on Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion on the personal credit report. If the client would have instead had the capital established already, they would have been able to obtain that hard money loan and then finance their expenses on their commercial credit report immediately with the capital they already had available. Okay. All right. So let's go to our next question. So let's say someone wants to apply, but before they apply, what is the qualifications or the criteria that need to be met? Well, to qualify for the unsecured commercial capital program that we offer, you have to have an existing business entity. Fortunately, our product is geared towards startup businesses. So the age of your business isn't so much of a factor. If you qualify for funding, you can get approved as long as your business exists. just has to exist. doesn't have to be 30 days old or 60 days old. just has to exist. And what we also need is a strong personal credit profile from someone in the business. That could be the business owner or a business partner. And right. if the business owner and, and, and business partner don't – go ahead. Oh, sorry. It's hard to interject, but that makes a lot of sense because if you're a startup, let's say you just incorporated – this month, May 2015, and you're looking for financing, a lot of business credit card companies might look at you and say, hey, well, we're not, we're not sure if this business is profitable or if it's a proven system yet. So let's base upon, let's base upon our, our, let's base our decision upon this person's credit to see if, you know, if they've managed their personal finances in a, in a prudent manner. Perhaps that will uh, correlate to their, their business finances. Is that, is that, that is correct. That is accurate. Not only that, but we also have established relationships with over 200 lenders throughout the United States. So with our already in-place relationships, it makes us easier for us to get these startup businesses approved for capital because we've got relationships already set up with the underwriters at some of these banks. Okay. And you mentioned uh, they look at their credit profile. What are some of the, the criteria that's needed for their credit profile? 
What we like to see on a personal credit report is, in general, at least 720 scores across Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. If a client has 720 scores or higher, generally we can get them approved for funding. Aside from that, we like to see a client have 10 years of credit history, and we prefer to see less than five inquiries on each credit bureau, no bankruptcies, no foreclosures, at least not in the last 10 years. And we like to see a client have at least $5,000 worth of major bank credit card limits on their personal credit report. If a client meets all those requirements, it's highly likely that they'll qualify if they fall short of one of those requirements, but they're stronger elsewhere on their personal credit report, we can still work around to get them approved. Oh, great. What's the lowest credit score you've seen someone get approved? You know, assuming all the other areas, or all the other criteria were pretty strong. The lowest score that I've seen for a client that was approved was 650. But this client was at 650 due to some derogatory accounts she had had from years ago. There are exceptions that we will make for clients, depending on what their personal credit report looks like. But in general, if a client has recently been past due on any accounts within the last two months, it will make it difficult for us to get them approved for funding. Okay, so so just to sum it up, if they had a business, even if it's just recently incorporated, it's not seasoned over two years and from incorporation, as long as they have a business incorporated and they have somewhat of a decent credit score, that meets your criteria, they're a shoo-in for, for business credit. I would say so. If, as long as they got an existing business entity and 720 scores or higher from their self or a business partner, we can get them approved 24 hours for pre-approval. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty important just to, like, people understand that uh, just having decent credit, just that those three, those three numbers, that FICO score, can have a great effect on your life, even in your business just for qualifying for financing. So I would say for those of you who are, who are just shy of, the, of those criteria for uh, that credit profile, work on improving your credit. And I'm sure you probably experienced clients with that, right? They might have applied initially and their credit wasn't up to par, then they got it repaired, and then they were able to qualify. I've had some clients that have had some derogatory accounts on their credit report, old collection accounts that were holding them back that they've gotten removed and have done very well. I've also had clients that have had recent 30-day late payments on their credit report, which were reported in error. They've gotten those removed and have also done very well. Okay, and I want to know if you, if you know the answer to this question. I had clients ask me this question as well about uh, adding trade lines to their credit report or using the CPN for ah, credit. What do you have to say about trade that? Trade lines. So a couple myths about commercial credit. There are several companies in the United States that are credit repair companies that focus on building a client's credit scores. A fantastic way to build credit scores is authorized user credit cards. Uh, some clients will, for a fee, businesses will charge a, a fee to get authorized user credit cards with high limits put on a client's credit report. Although those authorized user accounts will strengthen your credit scores, the banks that we work with don't look at just credit scores when they're granting an approval for a client. They look at the overall credit picture of the client's credit report. An underwriter will look at every single account on a client's credit report before granting an approval. So if a client is an authorized user on seven accounts that have $20,000 limits on the credit report, the underwriter will know that because credit reports do reveal 
the payment responsibility for each account on the individual's credit report. If you're authorized user on a credit ah. card, the banks will know that it's not your account. So basically, it won't work. <laughs> That's just authorized saying. user account. Straight line. All right. I've, I've seen clients in the past that have had 800 scores due to trade lines that they've put on their credit report that they've paid for, and they still don't qualify for funding because all the accounts that have strengthened their credit profile are authorized user accounts. So, personally, I do right. not like to see authorized user accounts on a client's credit report. So, it may work for other types of financing, but not for this. For other types of financing, I have no doubt. Right. Okay. So let's say, uh, oh yeah, just one thing about the, uh, the criteria. And you did mention, just so I can reiterate it, you said even if a person does fall short, they can always have a, uh, a co-signer or a co-applicant who meets those standards. Business partners are always welcome. I had a client a few weeks ago that came through funding for his real estate business. He had 550 credit scores. I was unable to approve the business for funding based on the weak credit report, but he brought on his sister as a business partner. His sister had 750 credit scores. We put him through funding. Two weeks later, they had $70,000. Wait, you said two weeks? Two weeks later. Wow, so you can get funding that fast, huh? Well, the stronger the client's credit report, the faster the application process will go. In general, application process is completed on average within 21 days. The stronger the client's credit report, the faster it will go. The fastest we've completed okay. an application process is four days. Okay, great. And uh, wow. All right. So uh, let's say a person is qualified. What? What's, if you can just sum it up quickly, what's the process from start to finish of uh, of applying? Well, process from start to finish of applying. It's very simple. Ray Rose Consulting has a pre-qualification form that we ask all clients to fill out. It's an online form. Takes about ten minutes to complete. The pre-qualification form will ask the client a couple questions about their business, which they can answer. And the last part of the pre-qualification form is the client will provide a copy of a recent three-bureau credit report. And once we get a completed pre-qualification, they'll click on the submit button. It will come over to us for underwriting. We'll provide a funding estimate to the client within 24 hours of receiving completed pre-qualification. It's important for clients to note when they obtain a copy of their credit report before the pre-qualification, it does not affect their credit scores. You can monitor your credit report as often as you like through any credit reporting agency without affecting your personal credit scores. So, if the client likes their funding estimate, they will fill out a full application, which takes about 15 minutes to complete. The full application will ask several more questions about the business and ask the client to provide a couple address verification documents for their company, which are very easy to obtain. And once we've got a complete full application, we can begin the funding process, which is generally completed within 21 days. The clients simply need to keep us posted whenever they're contacted by a lender during the application process. We handle everything for the client in terms of getting the accounts approved. Okay, perfect. All right, and uh, that, that sounds great. So let's say a person is qualified. What is the, uh, the typical funding estimate, if you had to put a number on it, for a person that applies on the first round? Can you ask that question one more time? Sure. Let, let's say a person applies. Uh, what is the typical funding estimate that a person receives, like a client? If you had to put ah. a, 
Financial if I had to put an average, the average funding amount between all the clients that we've ever done would be at about $40,000, and that includes a client that we've gotten approved for $150,000 as well as a client that we've gotten approved for $5,000 that had one year of credit history if we averaged it all out. So in general, clients that have entities that are less than two years old can qualify for up to $75,000. If the client has an entity that's over two years old, they can qualify for up to $150,000. But keep in mind, for all clients, what's more important than the age of the entity is the strength of their personal credit report. The credit report is the most important part of this application process. And something else I'd like to clear up is we don't Having a shelf corp generally doesn't help much for establishing the age of your entity. So if you're a brand-new business, not a problem. If you've got a strong personal credit report, we may be able to get you more than $75,000. But the most important part of this application process is the strength of the individual's personal credit report. Okay. So you said about 40000 for the first round. Now, is it possible to go through multiple rounds? Ah, multiple rounds of funding. Absolutely. With all of our clients, they are more welcome to come back for multiple rounds of funding. If a client wants to go through round one funding, get approved, and then come back six months later and they repeat the process, they're more than welcome to. Also, the accounts that we get approved in this program are revolving accounts that will grow with the business. What that means is every six months, an individual can request for credit limit increases on the accounts approved in this program. We help out the client with getting those credit limit increases when the time comes if they want credit limit increases. And alternatively, if a client wants to establish a new business credit profile for a new company, they can also go through a second round of funding, and we can get the client approved for more commercial accounts. Okay, so you're saying in order to get their hands on more business credit, you can tell them about, hey, you can, it's time for a credit limit increase. This is how you do it. This is what you should say to your credit card company. That's A. B, you can say, hey, let's go for another round. How often can you apply for a round? Is it six months or is it sooner than that? If you want to be aggressive. For best results in funding, I recommend clients wait six months between each round of funding. I've had some clients that have come through four rounds of funding over the course of two years. Okay, that's good. And C, you said, hey, you can start a new uh, business and apply for funding in that brand new entity. Is that, is that pretty much that accurate? Correct. To get to get multiple rounds and have more business credit. Say that question again. Oh, I was saying so. That's pretty much the, the three things they can do to get their hands on more business credit. Ah, yes, they can request for credit limit increases. There's no cost for credit limit increases. They can apply for new credit for the same entity, or they can form a new entity and get new credit for the new entity. Okay, perfect. And I think I've done all three. Of, of those things, myself personally, and I, I think uh, year to day, I, I was able to get up to uh, I think one hundred and ten thousand in business credit. And I, yep. I will say the great thing about you guys too is uh, you guys helped me improve my my personal credit. Like as you mentioned, those those people who want trade lines with huge uh, limits on their credit, personal credit card, I was able to get that through working with these guys as well. So um, thanks for that. And I want to ask you too. <laughs> I want to ask you too about uh, another frequently asked question that I have is when people apply for business credit, do they receive 
does a line report on their personal credit? Ah, so there are several different types of business credit. In fact, there's four tiers. The first tier of business credit is vendor credit, where a business establishes a credit relationship with another business. Let's say you are a piano seller and you sell hundreds of thousand dollars of pianos each month. So instead of forking up hundreds of thousand dollars of cash each month to purchase your pianos, you instead set up a line of credit with, say, Steinway Piano Company, where they allow you net 30 terms on all the pianos that you sell. So you can finance for 30 days all the pianos that you can sell. That way, once a month, at the end of the month, you can pay off the balance owed to Steinway Pianos. Now, with this type of credit, you can only make purchases at Steinway Pianos. The second type of vendor credit, of business credit, is Tier 2. Tier 2 is your trade lines, such as a Quill account, a business Quill account, or a business Home Depot account, or a business Lowe's card. With these business vendor credit cards, you can make purchases at Lowe's or Home Depot if it's a Home Depot card, but you can only make those purchases on those credit cards at those specific stores. Tier 3 credit, which is even better, is personally reporting commercial credit cards. Personally personally reporting commercial credit cards are commercial credit cards that appear on your personal credit report as a business account, but the business accounts do show up on your personal credit report where the utilization of those business accounts does affect your personal credit scores. And lastly, the kind of credit that we get clients approved for is non-personally reporting commercial accounts. All the accounts that get approved in our program are business accounts that appear only on the business credit bureaus. The accounts will not show up on your personal credit report, so you'll be able to truly separate your business expenses from your personal expenses. Uh, If you have a high utilization ratio on your business credit report, that will not lower your personal credit scores because the accounts do not show up on your personal credit report. We at Grey Rose Consulting focus on getting Tier 4 approvals, non-personally reporting commercial accounts that you can use as, as cash pretty much anywhere you Correct. anywhere you like. Okay. So um, I guess I'll just no go down. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you too. Um, what can and can you not use these business credit cards for? Well, what you can't use these credit cards for, I couldn't think of much that you can't use them for. Certainly, I wouldn't recommend using them for illegal purposes. But what you can use them for, we've got restaurants that use these accounts for purchasing food inventory, for dishes. We've got construction companies that get approved that use this capital for financing advertising expenses to find more leads to build property for. They finance their construction materials, their lumber, their nails, ladders, financing lunch for their employees. We've got doctors, dentists, medical professionals that also use these accounts to finance their medical expenses, online advertising, equipment. If you've got a large piece of medical equipment to purchase, you can finance the expense on these commercial accounts. A majority of our clients are real estate investors that are looking for commercial credit to finance the rehab costs on their properties. A a rehabber might have expenses like replacing windows, uh, painting walls, 
replacing tile floors. All those expenses can be financed on these commercial accounts. And some of our real estate investors even use these commercial accounts to finance their down payments on the real estate that they purchase. Right, because uh, and I'm I'm a real estate investor. If you guys haven't haven't noticed that by now, by listening to the podcast and YouTube videos, and I've used the business credit. That's the reason why I want a business credit. And I'm in the Atlanta market, and there's many houses out there that are just distressed, beat up, not habitable, and which just like that scenario you you mentioned earlier, or a decline that got seventy thousand the first round, you can buy a house cash and fix it up for seventy thousand. And this, this once it's fixed up and you have a tenant, if you want to hold it, you can do a cash out refinance. I got some clients okay. in Georgia that are buying properties for $20,000, rehabbing them with capital approved in this program, and then they're renting out the properties for $500 a month. Yeah, that's how you get an asset 100% finance. Yep. All right. So, so you can pr- pretty much use it for anything. Um, is that your discretion? That's correct. As a thing. All right. Another nice um, thing about these products is uh, the accounts approved in this program have a 0% introductory period for the first 6 to 12 billing cycles. So clients are interested in 0% financing, they can get it on these products. Oh, that's excellent. All right. And uh, let's say, for example, a person applies and you give them a funding estimate. Let's say their range is between uh, 40000 and 60000 is, is it true that they do receive some denials from certain uh, lenders? And if so, oh, yes. what's the what's the common reason for that, for people to get denied? Some of the banks that we work with may deny a client for funding during the application process. Uh, common reasons for denial are high revolving utilization ratio or past derogatory accounts that we weren't able to see with that lender. In some cases, we've got lenders that, as part of being an equal opportunity lender, they automatically deny 80% of any application that they received, regardless of whether or not the client actually qualifies. With some of these lenders, really? we know we know that they do this, and what we'll do, we've got an appeal department here at Gray Rose Consulting. Our appeal department will follow up with the lenders after denial to appeal the denial to get a manual underwriter to review the application so that we can get the denial overturned and instead turned into an approval. In some cases, I have had a application that was initially declined that after an appeal turned into a $15,000 approval. Wow. You actually had that happen to me. I uh, applied for a particular credit card, business credit card, and uh, after applying, I got a uh, denial letter in the mail, gave them a call, and was just able to tell them a soft story about how I was once financially responsible many years back. I was like, you know, I was, you know, when I paid myself to college. And then now I'm a different man, turned a new leaf. I'm now financially responsible, and they overturned a decision. So you guys have an official appeal process, which makes that much more appealing than you to any other company if you're able to uh, manually have them manually underwrite their, their, their application. That's correct. We appeal those denials. Okay. All right. So um, you mentioned the typical funding estimate about 40000 You said the day that it can, I mean, the time frame it could take is up to 21 days. And you said you can get about 75000 for a business that's been incorporated 
for less than two years and up to 150000 for a business that's incorporated over two years. Who, what are your normal clients that you normally service with this, with this product? A majority of the clients, if I had to categorize the clients that we work with most often, I would say the number one client that comes to us looking for funding are real estate investors. Aside from real estate investors, we also oftentimes work with construction companies. I've worked with online marketing businesses, uh, businesses that sell a product online. For example, I had a client that was selling similar to – he had a website that was selling games, um, small online games. And what he needed was capital to finance marketing his website. He needed banner ads. Uh, anyways – we were able to get that client $50,000 to finance his marketing expenses so he can increase the presence of his gaming website online to get more users. Aside from that, we've also got many restaurant industry clients that come looking for financing to either start their restaurant or to purchase more inventory for the restaurant. And you would say, uh, generally speaking, they want the business credit either for asset acquisition or they want it, want it for marketing expenses, or they Oftentimes may want clients, it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You, you interject. Go Oftentimes, ahead. the clients that come to us are looking for capital for equipment or for rehabbing properties. Oftentimes, if they're not in the real estate business or if they're not in the medical profession, they're looking for capital to supply inventory or for advertising expenses. Yeah, because I'm thinking as a real estate investor that even if you're a wholesaler, you can use that for uh, a yellow letter campaign, you know, direct mail campaign. Or if you're a flipper, you can use that to finance materials or you can buy house cash. Or even if you're a buy and hold investor, you can still, if you have the, the, the high enough limit, buy the assets with a business credit card so you can get 100% financing. So it seems like there's many uses for the uh, the real estate investor. I also want to ask you, John, about certain myths there are about business credit. If you could just comment on a few myths and speak the truth about it. A few myths about business credit is uh, there are several companies out there that push very hard for businesses before they'll qualify for the tier four commercial accounts that we get clients approved for, even brand new startup businesses. They push them through a nine-month program of establishing a Dun & Bradstreet profile and getting vendor lines of credit established for your business. What I end up seeing with these clients is Dun & Bradstreet is a fantastic agency for business credit. I recommend completing Dun & Bradstreet if you don't have one. We don't require it, but it never hurts to have a Dun & Bradstreet profile. But in any case, these companies will focus on having these small businesses, brand new, open a Quill account a Home Depot account, a Lowe's account, they'll open up seven, eight, or nine vendor lines with stores. How often are you going to shop at Quill? How often are you going to shop at Office Depot for your real estate business or for your restaurant business? And all these new vendor lines, although they are building their business credit profile, these new vendor lines result in new inquiries on their personal credit report, which makes it very difficult for them to qualify for Tier 4 accounts until after those inquiries have seasoned for 12 months. 
with the end result of all this process being to qualify for the accounts that we get approved in our program, but when it comes down to it, all the clients that I work with have absolutely no business credit before they come to get funding from us. I've had clients that have business entities that are formed tomorrow. We begin the application process after their entity is formed, and I've been able to get them $70,000 before they've established any credit. So something that I consider a myth is requiring vendor lines before qualifying for non-personally reporting commercial accounts that we get approved. Uh, I will also add uh, a myth that I once had before uh, reaching out to you is that you need to have a business incorporated for two years that need to be seasoned in order to uh, to get financing. That is a very popular myth. Uh, most of the clients that we can approve for capital in this program have brand new entities. I've also had several clients that come to me saying that they purchased a two-year-old entity for $5,000 to qualify, and I tell them, well, it's, it's great that you've got a two-year-old entity uh, shelf corp, but all that we need to get a client approved for funding is an existing entity, can be brand new, and a strong personal credit profile. And a majority of our clients have entities that are less than two years old. Yeah. And, I, and I will say another myth is um, that, I, that I once had is I thought you had to get business lines of credit and that you might not be able to convert business credit into cash. So when I heard, oh, business credit cards, like, no, I'm not really interested because I can only charge it. What about if I need it for cash for real estate investing? Cash for real estate investing is very popular need. Nice thing about the accounts approved in this program is that after they are responsibly managed for a few months, the clients will have the ability to access cash off these accounts. For real estate investors that plan on being an investor for more than six months, these products are a financial, uh, a fantastic product. Uh, after clients responsibly manage their accounts, they'll receive 0% interest balance transfer checks from the lenders that we get approvals from, which means in six to 12 months, if the client wants to purchase a property, they might have a hard money lender offering 80% down payment. They might want to finance their 20% down they might have a lender offering 80% financing on their hard money loan, and the client might need 20% cash for the down payment. With those balance transfer checks, they can be deposited into your business account to get cash in hand to finance at 0% interest your down payment on property, which leads to, like Juan says, 100% financing. Right, because that's that's pretty good, especially dealing with hard money lenders, because most of these guys are like private companies, and they don't hear it of Fannie and Freddie. With their, with their guidelines, so they don't do any type of verification to, to see where the down payment came from. Only they care is that you have the down payment. So, and, I, and again, I've, I've used that as well when I've done some flips. It's uh, one, one hard money lender that requires 20% down payment, no problem. And that's the great thing about uh, your company is you actually consult with people and show them how you can access the capital. At a, at a low cost, ago, I had assume it's not cash advance. Just a few weeks ago, I had a client that was purchasing a property, and she said, I need access to cash right now. And I talked to her. We consulted. We picked the accounts that she was going to get the balance transfer checks on. She obtained them. She deposited the cash in her business account. She got the capital she needed to finance the down payment on her property, and she purchased it. And then the down payment was financed at 0% interest. Oh, wow. Excellent. All right, and uh, so this, this gets me to uh, my final questions. We're, we're pretty much wrapping it up. 
What are the typical fees involved for someone who's, who qualifies for business credit? Ah, so we are a success-based business. We don't charge any upfront fees to any of our clients. All clients that are looking for funding are eligible for a free, no-obligation, pre-qualification consultation. Pre-qualification funding estimates are free, no cost. Clients will provide us with a completed pre-qualification form and credit report, and we'll get them a funding estimate within 24 hours. If the client doesn't like their funding estimate, there's no obligation to proceed. If the client does like the funding estimate, they can submit us a full application, and we can begin the funding process. When the application process is completed, our client will have all of their approved accounts in hand. At that time, we'll send them an invoice. The cost of our service is a one-time fee. Success fee does not have to be paid out of pocket. It can instead be financed on the accounts that we get approved in this program. So let's say if the client got approved, their success fee would be a one-time cost of $4,000. The client can finance that $4,000 success fee on one of the accounts approved in this program, and their minimum out-of-pocket monthly expense, minimum monthly payment on that account with the $4,000 charge on it would be about 40 bucks a month. That's pretty good that you guys base your, your fees on your success. So if you're unsuccessful in getting a client business credit, then the only thing the client got was just some free consultation from you. That's correct. I had a client in the past that we put through funding. We worked on her application for 30 days. In the middle of the application process, she fell behind on an auto loan payment, and she ended up getting denied for all the accounts that we had applied for. Since we didn't get her, since we didn't get her approved for anything, she had no invoice. There was no fee to her. We're a success-based business. Okay. If we don't perform, clients don't pay. Great. And um, how do you apply for business credit? If some people after listening to this podcast would like to get started. How do you apply? There is a Gray Rose Consulting pre-qualification form that we provide to all clients. Anyone that's looking for funding can complete that Gray Rose Consulting pre-qualification form. It's an online form, very easy to fill out, and we can send it to any clients that are looking for capital. Okay, and I also have that form, guys, if you uh, go to 100percentfinance.com and click on the button or the link that says business credit, and you'll, you'll see on the, uh, I guess, the left-hand column of the screen where it says business credit with a uh, personal guarantee, you'll see the link for the application. There's also an ebook as well, pretty much summing the things that we discussed that uh, explains the process in more detail if you want to learn more, and then you comply then. And you get, you get phone consultation, is that correct, John? Phone consultation. Once a client completes a pre-qualification, we will give them a phone call to learn about their business and what their goals are. Right. So you'll be speaking with a live person. Okay. So that's why I like you guys uh, at Great Rose Consulting. All right. So any any final things you'd like to say to these uh, to my audience, which are really like uh, real estate investors, uh, entrepreneurs, business persons, people who are aspiring to become these types of people? Any uh, final words you'd like to share? Any final words? There's plenty of capital available to people that are looking for it. It's best to have capital available when you need it as opposed to need it and not have it. And best of success to all you real estate investors out there, to all of you dentists, doctors, medical professionals, construction companies, online businesses, to all small businesses out there. And thank you, Juan, for having me on this web conference. All right. Thanks. Thanks, John. I appreciate your time.
So that pretty much wraps up our call. Again, I'm Juan Pablo. I'd like to thank again John Matthews for his time and sharing his expertise with you guys in regards to business credit. And if you have any questions, you can always just go to our web page and we have a uh, contact form for questions and answers and things like that. And again, we have additional information on business credit if you click on the business credit link at 100percentfinance.com. Oh, before I go, there's one last thing I wanted to mention in regards to credit repair. So if you apply for business credit and your credit is just not up to par, too many derogatory items, even a bankruptcy, judgments, tax liens, evictions, collections, charge-offs, any negative item, even inquiries, inquiries, however you want to say it, tomato, tomato, for which you did not receive credit, we can remove it for you so you can get so you can improve your chances of getting qualified for business credit. So again, go to 100percentfinance.com and click on the link that says credit repair because we want to give you the tools that you need to succeed financially. All right. As always, this is your success. Peace. God bless.